Uh, hello, kittens. This is episode two of season three. I'm Michael Anderson, and I'm with... Nikolai Shrek and Lex Griffin. Uh, today we'll be covering the topics of uh, the devious licks, should music be allowed in school, and the vaccine mandate. Um, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, too. That's good. That's good. Hey, uh, how are you, though? Come on. I'm pretty good. Um, so you want to start us off, Lex? Uh, sure. There's been a lot of devious actions in TikTok recently, and they're called TikTok challenges, as most people call them. They are not challenges. They are mostly trends, only for popularity and detriment to other people. There have been previous ones, such as the Tide Pod one, the Cinnamon one, where you physically harm yourself in search of popularity. It resulted in some people dying. It was really bad. Yeah, and in this one, you just affect the well-being of everyone else and also drive me insane. At least with the other trends, it was you being uh, the, the stupid person and affecting only you. But now it's you're affecting everyone else because you think you're funny. So if you don't, alert, you're not funny. Yeah, you want <laughs> Don't do it. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's a devious licks thing where you go into the bathroom and you vandalize it or do other not-so-nice things to it. And I have a quote here from Mr. Olson, Daniel Olson, principal at AAHS. It has had a significant impact, a lot of problems in bathrooms resulting in thousands of dollars worth of damage, not only financial implications, but we've had to shut bathrooms down and it inconveniences staff and students. The last round of challenges on TikTok was trying to get students to physically assault staff members, and obviously that was really concerning. I pride myself on student behavior and conduct, and when this happens, it is very frustrating. I try really hard to have a school where the students can be proud of. My challenge is for the students is to report it so that we can get it to stop because we do not want the majority of our students to suffer, whether it's not being able to use bathrooms or just misbehavior. I didn't know it was that much. Um, but no, I've, se I've seen it everywhere, like every bathroom I've been in except one. I've seen missing soap. Uh, heck, even in the the boys' locker room near the big gym and the the middle gym, I think uh, they had to tarp over the sinks because they were just destroyed, and like the mirrors too. It's insane. Yeah, it's insane. It's sad, and um, you know, students at AHS or uh, anywhere they should not act like this. It's simply not a wise thing to do. You're going to get caught eventually. Mm -hmm. I yeah. heard a legend of a student carrying a a door between the stalls out of the school huh. after school. I don't know if that's true or not, but so well, I, I think it one. actually is. It is. Uh, I think it's the the JROTC bathroom or the one near the the JROTC. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they locked it because I think somebody stole a. I, I have a friend who's in a JROTC and he's like, yeah, they they stole a bathroom stall. And <laughs> it's like they stole, like, stole a bathroom and stall. A stall door, but like that's still insane that. That they got so out with door? it. How do you even get that out of there? I mean, How does nobody notice it? Like, I don't know which one. Yeah, I have a really big bag. Which one is? Yeah. Which one is more ridiculous? Stealing a bathroom stall door or stealing an entire urinal? I mean, that's insane. How do you get all of those out of there? I'll tell you what's ridiculous. It's all the new ones, like the, like Mr. Olson said. There's the punch a teacher one. This is not a school one, but some people are unscrewing lug nuts of cars, uh, which is. Obviously, that's dangerous. Awful. There's Doing catalytic converters. Yeah, there's the others like steel and egg coming up. 
about, no, that's yeah. about skip school. There's a bunch, and it's really just suffering. Speaking of suffering. Ah, uh, yeah, speaking of suffering. Uh, we asked kids all around the school about their opinions on the private listening of music in class, and if, were there, and, and if there were any exceptions, such as language and choir classes. Uh, most students we asked preferred allowing music in class, with necessary exceptions, such as foreign language classes, uh, ASL, and choir music classes, where you have to listen to uh, learn. You guys' thoughts on it? Um, I think, uh, for the most part, you shouldn't listen to music in, in like those types of classes, but... Uh, I know when I took uh, German, we had a lot of written assignments. My teacher was very, uh, she was very open about us like listening, being able to listen to music and stuff whenever we were doing our assignments, as long as we got it done. So I don't see too much of a problem as long as you're not in like a, a lesson. Yeah. As but, long as it's not instructional time and mm -hmm. you don't like have a sneaky AirPod in your left ear. That's yeah. fine. I, I think that's just kind of uniform with every class, though. Like, There's always that one guy with AirPods in. Oh, of course there is. Junior PJ Sufert said that he believes that, quote, classes such as ASL Spanish and theater classes should not have music as you need active listening to learn those classes. But most of the core classes should allow music on silent work. He also added that music is more or less a privilege and that so long as you're on task, uh, classes shouldn't have lengthy music restrictions uh, that may... Um, impact the well-being of students and their studies yeah um i think he's absolutely right uh because i mean you just you need to hear for uh for a lot of those classes um i think with ahl if you're on a higher level and it's entirely in uh like if you're you're learning entirely through sign language i think then you can make exceptions um, like ASL three, mm -hmm. might be able to get by with with headphones on, but yeah. But I mean, he he's right. It's for the most part, it's a privilege. You're not. It's not a right that you're given to listen to music in class. Yeah, uh, physics teacher Brad Boyle said, "Quote: I have direct instruction of no music unless it is only listened to during independent work time or independent lab time." Uh, so that's going along with those. Uh, parameters that um, when you're supposed to be actively listening, you should listen to music. Uh, he also added that he's overall supportive of music listening, but he's well aware of and enforces those necessary parameters. Um, they may uh, negatively affect students' uh, performance in this class if they're not paying attention, of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that's, that's fair. He's absolutely right about that. Uh, despite students lobbying to be able to listen to music while they study, a study done by the King's Christian College in, in Australia uh, concluded that music was more of a distraction rather than a universal benefit, as our brain always registers noises and allocates some focus to any sounds it registers. Um, and music, of course, is not for everyone. Uh, some people perform better and study better with it or without it. Um, for some, it's negligible. Mm -hmm. um, in conclusion, a lot of students and teachers do allow listening, but both groups understand necessary parameters and caveats uh, surrounding this relatively new school allowance. Differing studies exist, but some argue that music is more of a detriment than it benefits to a student's success. Of course. Um, Speaking of students <laughs> and colleges. Uh, so, as you guys know, Harvard has instituted a vaccine mandate for, uh, I forget the words they use, but pretty much for all their student and staff. Um, this is like, this isn't a very 
like unique thing to them. I guess in terms of colleges it is, but uh, the Biden administration itself has talked about uh, wanting to mandate the vaccine for all federal employees since January, since they were not inaugurated. Um, and according to CNN, they are likely to be able to enforce this mandate by the start of next month. Um, there have been a myriad of responses to this from, uh, from people being kind of happy about it to people being mad. Um, when I was, when I was talking to one of my friends about it, he kind of said, uh, I don't think it's right, but I understand why they're doing it, which isn't a very, uh, it's kind of like a, a popular theme or popular uh, opinion. A lot of people have, um, cause it, it seems that uh, a lot of people aren't happy with it, which it's true. And, uh, some people think that a D20 might get a get a vaccine mandate and uh, the teachers might have to get vaccinated. But when I talked to uh, to Mr. Olson, uh, the principal of our school, about it, he said, um, I don't see District 20 or D20 having a vaccine mandate. The superintendent has been very adamant to have it be up to the teachers. Um, and... As it seems right now, it seems like uh, D twenty won't get one, but who knows with the uh, with the new student or the new uh, school board that's coming in, if they're a lot more like uh, reactionary to it, they might want to institute one or they might not. But I think for a fact we can all acknowledge that students probably won't because we're a public institution. Why did I say like I said? I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, I feel like that a, uh, a vaccine mandate for the students, uh, or rather for the teachers, uh, is not too far-fetched as that's something, there's a lot less of them and uh, there's a lot less that um, is not, un- there's more that's under their control. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't feel like that's too far-fetched. I think the student one is a bit played out. Um, yeah. Is that really going to work, uh, a vaccine mandate? for all the students, what, how are they going to enforce that, et cetera. But I don't think it's a, a teacher's one is very far-fetched. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's it's a little, uh, it depends. It depends on how the teachers feel about it. Because they, if they institute one and, uh, like, let's say uh, Liberty. I think Liberty is in D20, right, guys? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's say all the teachers at Liberty walk out and don't teach. And we have half of them. Liberty and, falls uh, to pieces and we're all happy. I, uh, uh, darn those libertarians. Yeah, go <laughs> connect. Um, but, I mean, it, it wouldn't be a, it, it's, I don't know. It, it's one of those things that how do you have every teacher enforce it? How do you stop those teachers who don't want it or who don't agree with it to not just be it colon sick or straight up strike. This was uh, the second episode of season three for the, uh, the squawk. Thank you so much for listening in. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our conversation and we hope you tune in again.